0: Alright, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of your preferred sports show radio. This is Talk Football, Talk Sports on Empire Radio 104.5. My um, remaining yours truly. I'm Jerry Foma, but feel free um to always call me the Jade Wonder. Sit back, relax. Um let's kick it together through that world of sports of this beautiful Friday evening. Ah you guys know how we do on the weekend edition of the show, yeah? Yeah, so, I can never stop thanking you guys enough uh, for keeping it 100 with us on Talk Football Talk Sport. Thank you all so, so much um, for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Um, do continue to stay safe out there. I will continue to bring to you all the happenings in the world of sports. I'm sure you do. Um, you can always listen to us from anywhere, from all around the world. Um, stream.empirefm.ng, stream.empirefm.ng, or just um, go to um, Radio Garden and um, just search for Empire. 104.5 FM are correct and um, you can listen to us um, live and direct, um don't let us waste time and um, we're already behind the um, schedule, uh, let's start with other sporting action, um, looking at Formula 1, Max Verstappen says that if he cannot win um, any race this year, would prefer um, to see Fernando Alonso win it instead. Um, Verstappen's Red Bull team have won all 7 races so far this year and says it is possible they could win them all. Um, however, Verstappen, who leads the Drivers' Championship by 53 points, um, said that um, Alonso deserves to win because he is a real racer. Um, Alonso is a two-time champion with Renault in 2005 and 2006 and last won a race and for Ferrari in 2013. He spent four uncompetitive years with McLaren, then stepped away from, um, from F1 um, for two years before returning with Alpine in 2021 and later moved to Aston Martin for the 2023 season. Um, he is in the championship and has finished on the podium twice this year. Alonso said he's optimistic that Aston Martin will be more competitive this weekend at the Canadian Grand Prix, but Verstappen remained a um, hot favourite for the win on Sunday. Moving on to tennis, and um, Nick Kyrgios says he genuinely contemplated suicide and spent time in a psychiatric hospital in London after losing at Wimbledon in 2019. A 28-year-old Australian was knocked out by Rafael Nadal in the second round um, of Wimbledon that year. He later revealed that he got a sleeve tattoo on his right arm to cover up evidence of self-harm. In February last year, Krigeres posted on social media about his mental health, saying he had to side out and struggle to get out of bed in 2019, pointing out self-harm marks on his arm in the photo from the Australian Open. He also said he is proud to have completely turned his his life around and does not take one moment uh, for granted. Um, Let me just quickly uh, speak about this, um, see, um, I know no two jobs is the same, but then, it, it, it takes a lot you know it takes a lot from these athletes um that um do sports or compete in um, various sports um we all we all know that our mental health is a real thing now for those of for some people that still think um it's not really a thing it's a real thing now and it's actually really really um common and very very dangerous and um you, you see all these guys earning so much money and you'll be like wow all these guys getting paid all that money and sometimes even all the money cannot bring them um, happiness or um, fulfillment or satisfaction and these guys they live for you know they have purpose in their life they want to be champion they want to do this they want to do that they want to be the best you know and if they are not easy you know it's easy for them to fall into de- um, depression or even gambling um as, as it is that that's common is common these days so um this guy is an australian super um, tennis superstar uh, i think he's actually um, um, besides, I'm um, actually for the women's, but for the men's side, I think he's actually the best since um, um, Leighton Hewitt um from way back. And um, lo- you know, to see him, you know, struggling like this, uh, hopefully let us le- let's, let's we we'll get to hear uh, more good news from him soon. If he eventually gets to win, uh, maybe a-, a couple of Grand Slams and all that, and uh, we we'll get to see this. But then you know, you look at stories like this, and you just um have to inspire yourself that um you can only get better. You know, um I think um last year it was one of um. A really um, strong competitor in tennis um, across all, all Grand Slams, and um, I know you have been struggling with knee injury uh, of late, and he simply only um, returned to tennis on Tuesday um, to the ATP tour, and he was even beating there. But then, you know, he's um slowly and, and steady. Uh, but then, if you know, Crigios, is uh, he has this um character, he has this uncut character. Uh, he's very very. Um, he has he he, has, he projects this. Um, Soft exterior, but then look at he, 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 he dealt with his demons as well. So, um, good luck to him. Um, and, and, and good luck to him in future. You know, in the sports and all that. Hopefully, he doesn't um, um relapse. I'm um, finally in boxing from other sports. Um, Carl Froch says, um, stepping on stage to pick up his International Boxing Hall of Fame ring it was the proudest moment of his illustrious and um, fighting career after more than nine years of retiring. Um 45 year old, four-time World Super Middleweight champion was honored in Canastota, New York. And Frog hung up his gloves in 2016 while still holding both WBA and IBF belts. Nicknamed the Cobra, he he had been added um, to the most distinguished list of fighters from across the generation. He's um, the highest accolade possible after a career in which he proudly says he conquered the world. So um congratulations to Ka the, the the Cobra approach um on your Hall of Fame um induction. Uh, a lot of, um if it's not heavyweights, a lot of guys a lot of us yeah myself inclusive uh <laughs> the do type will be Um a lot of us don't really know um all these um lower division fighters like that like that except you know they really 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 stand out like the Mayweather and the um 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 Alvarez, Sao Canelo Alvarez and um, um what's this um, guy this Philippine guy <laughs> his name just escaped me now you know uh if it's not heavyweight a lot a lot of us don't really know um these guys but then this this guy was um was a legend of his time you know he helped put belts in super middleweights and um he did his thing you know defended um his title i think 12 times yeah 12 times so um but just for those of you that don't really know him just Google or um, uh, Carl Froch, yes, F R O C H, uh, the Cobra, and watch some of his fights. Uh, sh- I'm sure you probably have a good time doing that. Um, let's move on to the local scene. And I'm result from the African Cup of Nations and um, qualifier. So Gambia edge South Sudan. I'm three-two away in that five-goal trailer. i Guinea-Bissau claimed the narrow 1-0 win away at South and Principal Wa Say opener. What's can Super Goals from Trezegate and Mustafa Mohamed as Egypt. Uh, they came from behind to beginning to on the way upcoming games this weekend we see ghana i've traveled to madagascar um uganda hosts algeria it's extremely um, versus togo covert versus burkina faso um, central african republic versus angola um tanzania versus niger lesotho versus comoros botswana versus libya uh, rwanda versus mozambique gabon versus their congo um congo I'll play uh, mali yes um zambia face ivory coast equatorial guinea host tunisia uh, benin face afghan champions senegal um, South Africa battle Morocco while the Super Eagles of Nigeria travel to Syria. And um, kickoff time is 5 p.m. Nigerian time um, on Sunday. Um, also in that group, Nigeria trail uh, Guinea-Bissau uh, by one point. So lots of um, you know, African football, lots of um, football also from across um, um, the world out there. So you know, so football season, club football, um, season may have um, finished, but then at least football is still continues. Um, it still football still continues and um. Um, just go out there and have fun. Um, Super Eagles, what do we expect from them? Uh, well, they are going away to Sierra alone on Sunday. Um, they are trading um, Guinea-Bissau by one point. Oh, obviously they have played a game more. Um, but then, they need that win. They need that win to, to secure uh, um, AFCON qualification, um, the, the next edition of AFCON. So let, let's see, uh, can they get it? The thing with Super Eagles these days is, especially under Josep say that you just don't know what to um, to get. You don't know what to expect from them. And um, at the end of the day, it just it's just about uh, how do I put it now? God, are like the days where you just you look at this match, you will be like, okay, at, lo- at, at least the guys will win 2-1 or they win 2-0. And these days, you just you just hope they don't lose because as it is now, I won't lie, I think they should just um, get a draw. And um, I think they have the better head-to-head record than Guinea-Bissau, so they still stay on top. Uh, but then, you know, if they, they should just avoid defeat. They should just avoid defeat. But then, if they can win, who says they can't? They, they can win. They have all the tools. You know, all the guys um seem to be in form. Um, Trey Murphy um got the best goal in the UFA um conferencely, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Ucman just finished as the best scorer in Italian Serie. You know, some some guys are back already from injuries. Midfield. We are still lightweight uh, there, but then we should have enough in the tank to, to go to Monrovia and win out. Uh, but then I'll just keep my fingers crossed, um, watch the game on Sunday by 5pm. And then on Monday, we'll, we'll see where we are, uh, when we start talking about the result um, on the show. But then, let's move on. Um, Nigerian striker Victor Ozeeman says... That the Super Eagles are determined to win the support of its fans again after some disappointing results in the past. The Super Eagles will play Sierra Leone yeah, on Monro- in Morovia on Sunday and the win will be enough to seal a place at the next AFCON in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, the Super Eagles who failed to qualify for the World Cup in Qatar also lost at home 1-0 to Guinea-Bissau on March Day 3. Yeah, this was exactly what I was talking about earlier. Um, about, you know, there's, there's no confidence among the fans now um, to actually trust the Super Eagles to go out there a secure maximum points, you know, but then, uh, like Osimen said, they know they need to win back, uh, uh the fans, you know, the, to their side to start giving them that support. And the only way you can do that is, you know, there are some basic games that, without due respect to Serial, there are some games that you just have to go out there and just show hunger, desire, go for the kill, just go there and you know, first half the game, be easy for the second half, and you know, introduce some of some, some guys that have not even, you know. That try to get into the first team and you know, try and blend them into the team. So, so, so thank God that Osime knows. I hope the rest of his teammates, um, his teammates knows, so that um, at least they can try and win back the support of the fans. We are not asking for too much. Let's qualify us for AFCON, qualify us for World Cup. Let us go as far as possible in these competitions. I will trust us to give you guys 100% support. Uh, so good luck to the Eagles there. Um, like I said, we'll watch the game on Sunday, then we'll know more um, after the match and discuss it. On the show on monday moving on um super falcons captain honor may believes the team can make the semi-finals at the 2023 fifa women's world cup the falcons are in group b with co-host australia uh canada and the republic of ireland the nine-time african champions were eliminated in the round of 16 by germany four years ago in france however the 40-year-old ab um, who will be playing a sixth world cup is confident that the team can do better this time around with high quality experienced players and talented youngsters in the squad <laughs> Oh man. okay <laughs> okay um uh, the, the story of the super falcons at the world cup itself uh, it's more like a deja vu thing you know come to africa dominate go to the world and just um, um just turn up short uh and this time around they're not even dominating africa anymore I think South Africa have actually stepped up in that in that regards right now and you know, so <laughs> uh, let, let's just, I'm just glad they are participating in the World Cup because it would be a disaster if um, the men, the Super Eagles didn't qualify for the, they didn't make the World Cup last uh, last year and the, the Falcons <laughs> didn't make the World Cup this year. It would be disastrous but at least uh, at the last FIFA World Cup I enjoyed it. Um, the European Championship, um, I, I enjoyed it as well. F- female football, women football is really, really on the rise, and it's actually uh, more enjoyable. I think we spoke about it on on the Wednesday show, on uh, Football Extracts about um, you know FIFA injecting a lot, of, a lot of money into um, the things that are going to the World Cup. The players are getting paid directly, and you know the member associations like the NFF and its counterparts, you know, that are participating in the World Cup are being paid um, some really, really good funds that is to be read. Really, Reinvested into football development, uh, that is women football development in their countries. And the farther they go, the more money. they The further they go in the competition, as like the um, the countries, yes, the more money um, they get. So it's a it's a, it's a uh, the World Cup starts next month. Uh, it's actually something personally I want to watch because not because football club football is in Zimbabwe, but just because. Um, I'd like to see um, more more female football, it's actually more competitive, those girls can, they are really trying. Um, they are scoring, they, they score some crazy goals at the uh, Women's World Cup, so there's actually a lot to look forward to, um, let's see what happens with that. But then, uh, I, don't maybe, <laughs> I don't know if they can do the semi final shall we? It will be a good one if they can actually um, achieve that and get to the semi-finals. And you know, it gives them a 25% chance, like I say. Of winning the world cup so le- le- let's see what happens if they can get to the semi-final uh, it will be it will be a good one for them you know in the other 20 world cup we saw how uh the the um, flying niggas got to the quarterfinals and narrowly missed out to the semi-finals to so south korea uh, but uh, let's let's see what the girls can do they should be able to come out from that group australia host australia australia have uh, Samantha <laughs> Canada. uh canada canada force they are, they are a force um these days in women football, Republic of Ireland, so it, it will not be easy for them. It will not be easy for them. And, um, well, our 40-year-old captain say they can do it, and they have um, high-quality experienced players in the squad, as well as the young youngsters. So every good team um, should know how to blend all these um, qualities. And if they can do that and give 100% on the field, and have some little bit of luck in you know, anything is possible. So let's see what happens with the Super far cause. I'm excited, actually. Uh, for the women's world cup as a whole but then um personally for for the super falcons of course they know they'll be having our support um, from nigeria and you know all over the world um moving on to europe and the rest of the world in the Conquer calf nations league semi-final um goes from jonathan david and alfoso davis in either half saw canada beat panama 2-0 while um usa defeated mexico um 3-0 thanks to ricardo pepi and a christian Pulisic's double um the Conquer calf nations league is uh, um um, is it's not is it North America? <laughs> the uh, Americans Panama, the Mexico, the US, that side of America. Shall. Their own sort of like um league, you know, their own sort of like cup um that they play there and um, you know. It's it's nice it's nice that Canada I can remember when Canada used to be the whipping boys <laughs> in this tournament and to see them go from that to where they are now, they really, really have grown um, football wise in their in their country and you can't just help us just marvel at um, what these teams, what they do, you know, in terms of um, football development in their countries. Um, They have Jonathan David plays for Leo, and uh, Davis plays for Bayern Munich, and these are big, big players, you know, that plays for Canada National Team. We also saw what they did at the last World Cup. um, They did qualify from the group, but they they played some really good football, and you can just see that it was just experience that um, they were lacking, you know, that was why they didn't really but then they, they, i think they were in the same group as belgium um i think even morocco if i'm not mistaken and croatia if i'm not mistaken and they did really well in my own opinion they might they might not have qualified from that group but they did really really well uh moving on to um USA versus mexico is like that one is always a derby it's like nigeria versus ghana <laughs> um, it's 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 always intense in that game i think there was four red cards There's two to the u.s another two to Mexico, so says a lot about I the kind of game. Forget it 3 0. Yes, it was very, it's always very, very feisty between US and um, Mexico. And this time around, um, the US came, came out tops. Uh, of course, Chelsea, Christian Pulisic scored um, two goals. All these guys, I don't know what they, they go to their countries and they play well, and they come to Chelsea and they just put in a mere performance. Anyways, have uh, good luck to them. I think the final is um, early hours of Monday morning um US will play Canada and the third place player of Mexico will, um face um um panama so um let's see what happens in that also in the UEFA Nations League semi-final um goes from Andre Kamarik Mario Pasalik Bruno Petkovic and Luka Modric helped Croatia to a 4-2 win over Netherlands after extra time Daniel Malen and Noah Lang with the goals and um, for the Orange Boys in the other semi-final Jeremy Pino's opener was cancelled by uh David Fratesis equalizer uh, but substitute O'Selu scored 88 minutes winner to hunt Spain a 2 1 win over Italy. The third place playoff on Sunday we see Netherlands face Italy. Um, while the final we see Croatia battle Spain, uh, kickoff is um 45 pm, um, Nigerian time. Uh, on, on, on Wednesday we reviewed the Nations League semi final with uh, with the gang, and um, it was crazy, you know, <laughs> six goals, six goals, uh, um, two two goals in extra time. Um, the Noir Lang equalizer for the Dutch came in the 90 plus 6 minutes. So, <laughs> they dragged the game to extra time only for them to just um, succumb. And um, we, we were talking on the show on Wednesday that um, it's about time Netherlands just win something. You know, we, we just it, it's been too long. They are too big if you bully Nation not to be winning things. You know, they produce world-class players. They produce world-class players in the past. And they are still producing very good players now. And for them to, you know, not be winning things, and but then it shows a lot that, um, you know, you to win things as a national team, it's not just, um, it's not easy. It involves, you know, a lot of things. A lot of things has to be working, you know, both from the playing side and from the administrative side. Of course, from the administrative side, side they are doing well, but then the Netherlands, you know, I can't help but they they they, they, they rotate their coaches. You know, they're always the same guys, the same guys, and. But then they, 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 they are a good team. They are a good team, it's sad. But then you can't you can't fault um, Croatia. Croatia being on and about um, in this nations league, you know. And I think this time around it's theirs it's theirs to lose. Um heading into the final I will not be backing I will not be going against Croatia at this point because even at the last World Cup, I think they were yes, they were knocked out by Argentina, um, I think the, the, the semi final. Yeah, they were knocked out by Argentina in the semi-final. So it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy what Croatia are doing, especially with the 37, or going to 38-year-old Luka Modric. You know, I don't know how that guy keeps doing it, man. I don't know how he keeps doing it. But then the other semi-final was crazy as well. Um, European champions Italy lost 2-1 um, to from um, Spain. Um, Spain. <laughs> they two, they'll be looking to you know get back to winning things after winning. Um, the World Cup in 2010 and Euros in 2012. Um, it's, it's been a minute too for them. But then, you know, um, they had a disastrous on 2014 World Cup in Brazil. In um, 2018, 2020, man, they, they need to, you know, Spain, we all know how Spain play. They play very good football, Tiki-Taka and all that. So, um, against um, Italy, I don't know what's going on with Italy these days. But then, I think, um, there's a sort of, some sort of, um, um they need to push a lot. Of, they are bringing a, a, a lot of new players. Uh, the likes of Chiellini is retired, has retired. Bonucci is said to retire. Uh, they are bringing a lot of new guys to the fray. Um, you know, Roberto Mancini actually is doing a, a good job. Like um, I think Desmond said on Wednesday, uh, they went on a thirty, thirty, is it thirty-five, that 30 something game on beating. They won um, the Euros in between, and uh, finally didn't qualify for the last World Cup. But then, you know, they were beaten again this time around by Spain. So. I know they too. They are kind of like um, you know, developing, rediscovering, or redeveloping themselves as a football nation. They are a football powerhouse, whether we like it or not. And um, it was a good game. I saw it. It was a good game, and um, at the end of the day, you know, (laughs) Spain came out tops, and um, it promises to be an interesting final between Spain and Croatia. Uh, Very, very tactical. Uh, Luka Modric knows all about Spanish football. He has been playing in Spain since 2011 if i'm not mistaken and <laughs> uh he, he knows he knows he, he knows most of the Spanish players that he'll be playing against so uh i think this time around i think croatia has they, they've just been too close um to not 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 to win it this time so 7 45 pm on sunday it's kickoff for the final of the nation's league so let's see how that one pans out i'm uh, moving on to the euro 2024 qualifiers yes it makes its return um today and also um, this weekend uh, norway they host them um, scotland france travel to gilbrata uh, cyprus play georgia and um, greece face ireland uh, it's not macedonia versus ukraine latvia versus turkey wales versus armenia albania versus moldova um Faroe island versus czech republic azerbaijan versus estonia lithuania uh they face bulgaria it's Montenegro versus hungary uh, finland versus slovenia um, Denmark versus um, Northern Ireland, San Marino versus Kazakhstan, Andorra um, face Switzerland, uh, Belarus versus Israel, Kosovo versus Romania, Luxembourg versus Liechtenstein, Iceland versus Slovakia, Portugal they face Bosnia, and Herzegovina, uh, Belgium hosts Austria, while England they travel to Malta. So. Um, Like I said um, earlier about AFCON, lots of football, you know, AFCON qualifiers and Euro 2024 qualifiers as well. Uh, So a lot of football to watch, you know, Norway, Ellen Highland will be playing for Norway. So for the Highland fans, (laughs) uh, you get to watch Ellen Highland against just, I think, six days um, after they played in the Champions League final and all that. So it will be an interesting one. Uh, But then we have some football news actually and transfers, yes, because uh, the summer is, is here, and um, the transfer window in England is already open. Um, so uh, a lot of players expect some, a lot of players and a lot of um, managers to make, uh, make, make be, to be making the move from from where they are to their prospective um, new n- new team. So, uh, but then before before we get to transfers, let's look at some football news and um, Real Madrid's Am um, Finistes Junior uh, will lead the special FIFA anti-racism committee. Uh, made up of players, according to FIFA President Gianni Infantino. Um, the committee will suggest stricter punishments for discriminatory uh, behaviour in football. Uh, Vidi Jr. was racially abused several times last season. And uh, Infantino also said that FIFA will pursue uh, legal action against abusers in countries where racism occurs during football matches. Um, I think um, on, on the show on Wednesday, we spoke about uh, Brazil playing Spain in the friendly uh, to, to in, in support of um in, in in a fight against racism and in support for Vinicius Jr. And we, we, we I think me and the gang we agree that um playing that match is not enough. Um I, I like this one. This one seems like um something that could actually work. Um um a, a committee, an anti racism committee made up of players, um has been set up. Um FIFA President Gianni Fatino has um, allowed have uh, the most abused racial, uh, abused uh, player racially these days is Vinicius Junior and you know he's heading that committee and they will be uh, discussing you know stricter punishments you know it's not enough to just say they give um um you see forty 000 euro or hundred euro or partial stadium you know there has to be more there has to be more closely once once it's confirmed that the match ended first of all strip them of three points awarded to that team close the stadium for half a season, let's start from there first. you know? When they let them be playing empty stadium while all the other rival fans will be playing full stadium, that will, that will teach them some lesson. Then the people involved, people involved should be, I don't know, like FIFA said, they will be pursuing legal action, so that, that's better. We, we, need to, we need to push this thing out of the game 100%. You can go back to your personal lives and be doing whatever you're doing. Yeah, everybody with their different culture and all that, it's not right, but then, it is where it is. This thing is, is life. Is there every day, all aspect of life. You know, just football. But then in football, we said we don't want racism. You know, the color, the color of, um, the color. Your color won't stop the person that pulls the ball in the net or the person that makes the penalty. Safe. So, you know, if you can celebrate a goal that can be scored by any player of any color, then why, why abuse such player? So it's, it's, it, it, it's a good one. It's a good one. And the legal action thing also. Is a good one. So good one, good one by um, Gianni Infantino as FIFA president, and um, I'm sure even the Venus you know, appreciated um, this one and said it's a it's a good deve- it's a welcome development. So let's see let's see what happens um go, go, going forward. Especially starting next season. Uh, but then moving on to another news: negotiations um, around the potential sale of Man United are still taking place with multiple parties. Um, Reports yesterday suggested that United were negotiating exclusivity with Qatari banker Sheikh Yassim bin Hamad Al Thani, and it follows growing speculation that Sheikh Yassim's bid is likely to succeed. However, sources revealed exclusivity had not been granted and talks were continuing with interested parties. Sheikh Yassim is competing with Sergeant Ratcliffe, Ineos group in trying to buy Man United. Uh, Ratcliffe and Ineos are willing to secure a majority stake which would allow current owners, the Glazer family, to retain representation in some capacity, while Sheikh Yassim is attempting to buy the club 100%. Now, um, I wanted to talk about this on Wednesday, but there was not enough time, so maybe it's uh, Man Use. Yeah, the Glazers have um, owned Man U since um, 2005-2006, if I'm not mistaken. um, it has been from one <laughs> protest to the other, uh, but the one thing you cannot fault the the Glazers is they release money, they release funds. It's just that Man U's recruitment has been very very poor. Let us say, let, let us say the way it is. They spent money. They spent they spend money. They spent money. So their case is not um, like the Arsenal case where they don't really release uh, full blue funds for them like that. Like that. they spent money. So, but then you know, I think um, a lot is happening in Man U um behind the scenes and all that and the fans um am they don't want the glazers anymore um to own their club the, the glazers um came out with a statement that they are looking for partners you know sponsors and um also you know, somebody that will buy the club so i'm sure they will prefer to have some sort of representation so i'm sure they will be even be leaning towards the uh sir jim ratcliffe um, bid because that allows them to still be in the system, um, one way or the other. But I'm sure uh, the uh, most Man United fans, um, especially um, Real Ferdinand, he, he came out um, was it yesterday or the first day, and they said a couple of things about the, the, the takeover. And um, they are leaning towards a shake um It yeah, seems a um, bit. They want oil money, so <laughs> they want oil money. So they've seen what happened at Man City, and uh, it has entered their eye. So it's about time. <laughs> They want to get back to dominating football like they used to under the days of Sir Alex and all that. So I guess um, Sheik Yassim is making them dream again. So I'm sure if you ask most Man United fans, they'll tell you they'll prefer Sheik Yassim um, to buy the club 100%. But uh, there's something still going on because, fine, um, the sale of um, a a football club, according to the ring group who are in charge of um, this um, sale and and all that, uh, they said uh, normally the sale of a football club takes... um, six to nine months so so the, the Chelsea thing was was that exception because of what was happening in Ukraine and what was happening with Roman Abramovich then and all that so they, they had to do it in the record um, three months so uh, for United fans be patient it will definitely happen um, whether um, it will happen on time is what well, we don't know but I don't think it has been up to nine months I think it has been since January so this is the six months so I don't think it has been up to nine months but just be patient, We happen, the sale we go through. Uh, the, 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 the challenge is will the sale go through on time before uh, uh, the transfer window so that we'll know whether these new owners can get started, release funds for everything hard so that they you know, can get active in the market and all that. So um, let, let, let's see what happens, let's continue to follow it and um, we, we'll know more um over the summer moving on syria champions napoli have appointed rudy garcia as their new head coach um the frenchman replaces luciano spalletti who left the club to take a sabbatical after guiding napoli to a first scudetto in 33 years last month um garcia previously managed roma and won the french league and cup double with leo in 2011. he also had spells at marseille and Lyon. plus he left his most recent job at al Nasser in saudi arabia in april um I didn't see this one coming. I didn't see this one coming. I was um, thinking um, um, this um, PSG coach, Christophe Galtier, uh, will be going to Napoli. Um, you know, looking at him managing his former protege, um, Victor Osimhen, and all that. You know, so <laughs> uh, I didn't see you coming. Um, Rudy Garcia is not a bad coach. Um, he was the one that coached Leo in 2011, so to, to a league and cup double. So, coach that uh, the likes of Edin Hazard i know that. too he's a good coach he's a good coach he's a good coach um he actually has a big shoes to fill he has coached in the, in the league before roma so he, he, he's not um he's not faced by he's not faced by uh what he going to the syria uh but then it's always difficult to <laughs> coach a team that uh, to step into a team that um what's it called um um just want the school there to and you have to defend it. You know something you didn't win. You're always immediately under pressure to win. And considering the style of football that Napoli played this season, it will be interesting to see how Napoli will look um, next season. But then, hey, um, good luck to Rudi Garcia. Congratulations to him. It's a huge job, and um, let's see how it happens. He will be working with Aurelio De Laurentiis, uh, one of the most um, allegedly difficult people to to to, to work with uh, because he's very very outspoken. In football, but then people he has managed to work with some really really impressive coaches over the past. So I'm sure Rudi Garcia will get a good. We have a good time there. He already has um, some players there that will really play football for him. So let's see what happens with him. Um, Interesting one for Napoli heading into next season. Treble-winning Man City assistant coach Enzo Maresca is set to be appointed as Leicester City manager after agreeing terms with the Foxes. And for a 3-year-old Italian could be named as new Leicester boss today, I uh, will replace interim boss Dean Smith, whose 2 wins from 8 games failed to keep the Foxes in the EPL. Uh, if you realize all this story, what just came to my mind is Ateta. <laughs> uh, Ezo Bareska is going to Leicester City. I'm sure they want to take their time and build. And, and if he can, you know... Ateta has already set the path, you know, if he can follow in Ateta's footsteps. Uh, we expect Leicester City because you cannot work with Gadiola and not learn anything. Or two. so they just want the, 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 the trouble. So uh, I'm sure working with Leicester is different from working with um, um, working at Manchester Manchester City. But you know, this type around is the boss, is the, the number one person, and um, you know he picks the team, he sets the formation, he makes the changes and all that. So um, good luck to him, Leicester City. Would love to like would love to have Leicester City back. the epl as soon as possible so um good luck to to him there but then let's get to some quick transfer stories before i throw the phone line open um so you just feel free to comment on um whatever it is you want to talk about sure you get uh, on the transfer front um man united man city and chelsea could all enter a bidding war and for west ham's midfielder declare rice after arsenal's um, initial 19 million pound bid and was turned down and arsenal will make an improved offer uh, for rice of hundred a million pounds. Now, Arsenal are continuing to prioritize the deal for rice, but I've therefore pulled out of the race to sign Brighton midfielder Moises Kaicedo. Now declared has been we, we all if you've been following the Declare story and um is the West Ham captain, came from Chelsea Academy, released him, went to West Ham, and he has really really grown into a proper footballer. Um fine, we make jokes that he's stiff and all that, but then is a very, very good player, and you know, you cannot be Western captain at that age um, if you are not that good. He's a leader as well, so you're not just getting a footballer, you're getting a leader into your dressing room. And what will you bring to Arsenal? He's going to bring leadership, he's going to bring stability, you know. Uh, um, so that Arsenal midfield already impressive midfield. Uh, we don't know um, if Shaka will still be there, but Shaka wants to go to Leverkusen. Um, we, we don't know what will happen, we don't know how this will translate, but then the likes of he is he, um, Arsenal were in poor position or are still in poor position to to sign him. Now, the likes of Man City, <laughs> Man United at Chelsea could enter a video war for him, could, but I think his preference is still to go to Arsenal, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but then, if Man City comes, because Gundogan is li- pr- pr- probably leaving Man City, so they are looking at getting coverage. So le- le- let's see what happens. Um, my, my own is 100 million. Uh, my, my, my West Ham rejecting 90 million pounds for declare Rice. Now, I'm not saying you should sell your player for cheap. Yes, but then you know, before if you are buying a player for a hundred million pound, you know you are getting, without due respect to declare Rice and him being one of the best in his position of lately. I just feel ninety million pound for a player that has a, a year left and he has an option. They have an option to extend to two years, so technically he has like two years left for this deal. Um is them rejecting 90 million is it's, it's crazy what is football turning into very soon now you see i'm sorry to use the word regular players getting sold for 150 million 200 million and football cannot continue like this because now it's not anybody's money and um it's crazy chelsea were part of the problem yes i will not shy away from me we we're part of the problem we spent a lot of money you understand enzo fernandez he is not worth the money we paid for him He's not. Yes, he came, he's good, he's a good footballer. But he's still not worth the money. And fine, Chelsea were desperate to get him, they didn't want to wait till the summer. And, um, you know, Benfica milked every pound they could get from the deal. So that's some. That's Dude Bellingham is not worth the money. The deal that is being pay they paid 103 million euros for him that could rise with potential hard ons maybe, maybe the one that will involve El Madrid winning the Champions League, maybe him winning the Ballon d'Or and the likes of it. That deal could rise to 133.9 million euros, that's crazy! For a 19-year-old, Bellingham. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's just... But then, it's, 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 the, it's the game, is it's, it's, it's the game these days. We see how much Saudi Arabia are offering as wages and um, it's just ridiculous. Let, let's see how that story ends out, though. Um, it will be interesting to see where it ends up, and I think on the show we were talking on Wednesday that um, can Arsenal really pay 100 million for Tecla Rice. Well, I guess <laughs> we will find out soon because they are saying they could make an improved offer um, of 100 million. Now, what does that mean for the moises Caicedo deal? They are pulling out of that deal uh, because it was like they signed both of them. Chelsea 2 has been remembered that they will sign the both of them. But I don't see one team signing Caicedo and Rice. That means on two of them alone, you are spending 200 million because Brighton now have said that um, um, if declarice is worth 100 million then Caicedo, who they feel is better than him, <laughs> is worth the same amount and um, whoever wants to sign him must pay 100 million. Now Kaisedu himself has decided to join Chelsea and uh, with the final negotiations now taking place uh, but then he said yes, he doesn't mind even if Chelsea are not playing Champions League football and all that but 100 million, this is exactly the same thing I was talking about, these players are not worth this money, 60 million it's okay. But then I understand these guys are your prized assets, and um, you can sell for whatever price you want to sell because you have to find a replacement, and they'll probably spend money um, in getting a the replacement. The, the, the replacement, too, because the selling club, we know that, Because if you just collected 100 million for Kaicedu, and you want to buy our own DM now, so let us have a slice of the pie. And maybe a player that they were supposed to sell for 20 million, they'll probably want to sell for 45 million or 50 million. So it's just crazy. The old money being mentioned if we bought days he's mad <laughs> he's mad i really can't wrap my head around it you know he got out the days where he wants to buy a player for 60 million you know how much was he then bought how much was Luis Figo bought how much was Cristiano Ronaldo bought you know and 100 million It's <laughs> crazy crazy what is this Caicedo good luck to the people that want to buy it. But like I said he says your that is body so why are you complaining anyways a, a quick one. Chelsea for Kai Havertz as a great personal team with Arsenal, who are yet to finalise the deal with the Blues now. Can you imagine Kai Havertz at, at Arsenal? <laughs> what role will he be playing? Because first is first. We don't know his position. They say he plays the role, or the front three roles. Um, he can play on the right, he can play on the left, he can play as a supporting striker, he can play as a striker, uh, which we've seen Chelsea deployed him to. So he's going to that Arsenal team. We saw how Arsenal played um, this season. So how do you fit the Kai Havertz into that? Initially it was rumoured to join Real Madrid but then the old Mbappe thing and the whole Hurricane thing, Real Madrid have moved on from Kai Havertz and they are looking at other um, alternatives. But then Kai Havertz at Arsenal man, come on, all these guys they already have their heads turned so you can see why they were playing. They just didn't want to play for Chelsea anymore but then if they can get him though, if they can get him, there's a reason why um, Chelsea paid all that money for him in the first place. And you know, who knows he might just rediscover some of his form at um, at Arsenal and just you know make some magic happen for them. But then I'm still trying to see how Mikel Ateta will fit Kai Havert into that Arsenal attacking unit. You know, who do, who who is he going to bench? Who is he going to bench? Are they going to start playing with two up front now? The Gabriel Jesus and Kai Havert up top and play with the Rice and Hodegaard. What happens to Thomas Pate? What happens to I don't know Granishaka if he stays, I don't know how they I don't know how they move the system. I know Martinelli plays on the left, side is still there. Abukayo Saka is on the right. So it will be interesting though. Um, I, I, as a Chelsea fan, I don't mind if Kai Havertz leave. I don't mind. Like I said, the only players I can't sell right now is Thiago Silva and Enzo Fernandez. Anybody else that wants to go, can go. Anybody else I wants to go, can go. So Kai Havertz, good luck to him. Hopefully they make they make the deal happen and, um, and he leaves. Um, well. There's also another news from Arsenal here. Yeah, they said they remain in the race to sign Ike Gundogan uh, this summer. Uh, but the midfielders' former club Borussia Dortmund have withdrawn their interest um, in Gundogan, um, who is out of contract at Man City this summer now. Gundogan's contract expires at the end of this month. And he said he wants a new challenge. You know how these Germans are. Once their mind is made up, they want to leave. It happened with Toni Kroos at Bayern Munich. He went to um, Real Madrid. Um, Gundogan they just just captained the side to a treble. Um what else does he want to achieve at Man City? He has, he has done it. or oh, Gadiola said he wants him to stay, but I think they are preparing for his, for his um for 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 him when he they are preparing for the situation where when he leaves. So if Gundogan leaves, I think they are close to agreeing a um is it 30 34.1 uh, million pounds. That's 40 million euros anyways. Um for Mateo Kovacic with Chelsea. Um, we hear that um they've agreed personal terms with Kovacic. Um, about a week ago, so they'll be looking at signing Mateo um, uh, Kovacic um, to cover for uh, Gondogan. Well, Gondogan Kovacic is actually a very good replacement for Gondogan. The only difference is it doesn't score as much as Gondogan, so uh, maybe if he gets to Man City, uh, Guardiola will sharpen that side of his game. And um, he's even younger than um, um, Gondogan, so they are replacing quality for quality. And we've also seen that Man City are looking at replacing Abuela uh, Laporte with um, Yusko Guardio. Uh, the place for Arabic lipstick. Guardiola is insane, I swear, he's on cheat mode right now and <laughs> keep your eye, you can, that man can just go and pick up Mbappe if uh, PSG have signed on Bernardo Silva because PSG are actually looking at uh, Bernardo Silva and if they do that and they are talking, Man City just mentioned that come, we'd like to get Gillian on board and all that, so <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy, so you just keep your eyes peeled uh, for that one, but then, Chelsea face competition from Man United and for the signing of Inter Milan goalkeeper Andre Onana, although United have also shortlisted um, Porto's keeper and Diogo Costa. Now, this one is actually very, very interesting. <laughs> United wants to sign a goalkeeper, irregular, irregardless of whatever happens with David De Gea, whether he stays or he leaves. They want to sign the goalkeeper. So, Ten Hag, enough is enough. So, they are going for a goalkeeper. Now, if Shoplist is the Porto's goalkeeper, Diogo Costa. But of course, um, he has worked with, um, I think he has worked with Onana before, Ajax. So, he's somebody that he knows very, very well. So, if he gets him, I'm sure um, Onana will probably want to play Champions League football. Um, So, that um, attraction is there, just getting to the final. Probably want to see if he can have the opportunity to win it again. Inter needs the cash. So, if push comes to shove, Inter Inter Milan will sell. Um, Chelsea wants Onana, but Inter Milan are asking for Guess what? Romano Lukaku on loan. Uh, what's his name? Kalidikoule Bali on loan. Plus, I think 40 million or five, 50 million euros to sign onana. Now <laughs> you sold a Lukaku to Chelsea for 97 million pounds. You got him on loan for cheap. I think 7 million euros last season. You pay peanuts. Very peak. Chelsea paid 11 million pounds to so 11 million euros to Atlético Madrid for half to get João Felix for half a season. I don't think Inter Milan paid all that money for Lukaku for a full season, so you can see the ripping off. <laughs> and um, you know, you are saying you want all that for Onana, and you are still looking at them, um, Trevor Chaloba. I don't think when they are ready to do business, they should come back and talk. But then, um, ah, time is gone. Okay, let me let me let me tr- let me try the phone lines open. Then I'm about to call in zero seven zero two five 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 one zero four five. I've spoken about um a lot of transfer stories. Um, I'd like to get your takes on them, especially the Declan Rice situation at uh, Arsenal, offering 100 million. Um, I'd like to get your take on um, Moses Caicedo, where do you guys see him ending up? I'd also like to get your take on, um, uh, what's his name, um, Mateo Kovacic, potentially joining um, Manchester City. Hello?
1: Hello. <laughs> thing,
0: <Mr>. <laughs> this one, how are you doing?
1: You are riding so much
0: today. I tell you, my brother. I tell you. How you doing, man? <laughs>
1: I'm fine. Good evening, bro.
0: Yeah. What's up? Quick one, eh? Um, what's your take on all these um, transfer stories that I've been talking about, especially the Declan Rice and the Moises Caicedo thing? Well,
1: we know that one thing I will know for sure is that the two players will leave their current club. This transfer window. Mm hmm. And we know how Asma really wants to uh, take a Okay. Okay. Uh, but then the problem now is uh, meeting the valuation of uh, West Ham United. Mm-hmm. And we know that West United, you know, l- they are not just losing a footballer, like you said. Mm-hmm. They are losing their captain, mm-hmm. a leader in the dressing room, some of who are and I mean, who learned so much from our. Uh, Mark mm-hmm. and uh, he has translated that, you know, into the Greteloma and we knew, I mean we also know how we carried the words you of know, why they were battling, you know, education mm. uh in the Premier League and that uh, they went ahead, you know, to win their first trophy mm. uh, in over 40 years, mm. you know, winning a European uh, competition. So we know that they are not going to let go of this man without putting on the person out it. But that's why It has to come in their valuation. So, any girl that wants to work knows what it is. I mean, what they have to do is either you make a valuation, or you agree for it, But tomorrow we surely live And I think, uh, it is like uh the, I mean, like uh the personal balance we agree with months, I mean, with an after already. So I don't see any other club apart from that kind one of except. If they keep the legality hmm. with the way they did in the uh I mean I mean it's way so each so Chelsea or Master United or even Man City because we've been hearing Man City coming into the mix as well. But I don't think Man City wants to be in the mix because they have Rudy and uh, they have uh I mean they have uh I mean they have a Calvin Felix. You know, would know, they be open the good. 19. So, I did think after would the get their match eventually, but we've got to about it. And for so Kaitego, we are hearing a strong interest from Chelsea, and we are hearing that the agreement has, I mean, it's almost been concluded. Mm-hmm. And we know that Chelsea need to reinforce that they are making. Uh, they are not losing in the County, mm-hmm. they lost in Gulu so they will have to replace him. So, I think these two players are leaving their current club, but. Uh, Anyone that is going to play them will have to pay premium price. Mm. And they are good players, known as the players in the league. They have the experience of being in the league as well, so they are not going to come shit. We know all of that. What about the Super Eagles? I mean, there is nothing that they have to do other than to pay. They still the no and mm. qualify for the Apple. Mm. I mean, they don't have to do it, and they know that. The fans are not over, overly confident about them getting the same as no point. Mm-hmm. You know we cannot deceive ourselves. We are no longer in that situation where but we can say that the super egos, you know, we beat any opponent on the African continent. You know mm. we saw how we level the game I mean, against a, a, a certain fortune and PSC. I mean we saw how it started. Hey, Central African Republic. Hmm. oh, so, I mean, it is not going to be easy, and yeah. we also remember how uh, it's uh, the century alone, you know, came to Nigeria some some months ago. We were living comfortably, and we thought it was all done. And they ran it from four going down to you know to drop that day four four. So yeah. it is not yeah. going to be an easy match. For the devil, we don't have the quality to triumph over this mm. And we don't just know where the problem is. Or um, maybe the chemistry is not there on the page among the players, but irrespective of what their activity might be, mm. you just have to find a way, you
0: know, mm. or to qualify for the outcome. Mm-hmm. Because we will not accept anything other than Espe- that.
1: Especially after missing out on the World that. Cup.
0: It will not be funny at all, you know?
1: It, 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 it will
0: be fun, it will not be fun. <laughs> Alright, yes, thank you for your contribution. Uh, have a fantastic <laughs> evening. <laughs> thank you to
1: my
0: brother. Alright, okay. The number to call is 0702-555-1045. 1045 The number to send your SMS to is 08022-991045. 08022-991045. We have a few minutes to we leave here. I would like to get you guys take on um, everything I've discussed so far. Hello? Yeah, hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with you, please? Uh,
1: this is Mr. T. I'm calling
0: from Accord. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> uh, am I safe? First is first. Am I safe? I <laughs> know
1: you have your fine, but You're tired, you're
0: OK, thank you very much, sir. <laughs> i glad I helped your I, contribution. I, I, I and Kudu for showing up every time. Yeah. Thank you so much, so, well, I appreciate and, I, I, I want to comment on this declaration. So the back and forth is just
1: basically off. You see, think mm. the price tag like that on the player that has not been UCL tested, mm. it's just a bit too much. Mm. It's a bit too much for me. Mm. And these guys, I also said on your show, I think it was during the, the World Cup uh, break, mm. that these guys, uh, football is, is, is on the decline for me. Mm. It's all about the money now, and it's starting from England. Mm-hmm. They have the will. They have a will of overhyping their indigent players, and it's mm. just getting a bit too much. Mm. And now, most, most of the players that are, are not even English, once they get to England, the clubs are now following
0: suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if if, if uh, West Ham is doing a little bit of a CG on my part, uh, uh, I think i should just look
1: to Europe, or maybe even South America. Yeah. Probably one that has featured in the UCL because I don't know what is informing the the price tag on the car lights from West Ham's perspective. Mm. Now, it's a player that does not even, you know, uh, prove himself in Europe. Mm. So, it's it's just too much. It's just too much. I can hear you.
0: I can hear you. Yeah, for Kaiser, I don't know. Uh, is that Chelsea, you know, in mind for some something? I think that's what actually put it down to the to the most uh, the general mover I was yeah. willing to make. Yeah.
1: I, I feel I feel it's going to be a good fit for Chelsea, given that uh, uh, Goulanty is leaving and all of that. Yeah. 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 But
0: yeah. I would have done nothing if he decided to choose uh, Arsenal. <laughs> um, Kaisero and Rice, who who would you prefer, at Arsenal? But uh, that's now,
1: like I said, for me, I think it's better, you know, player in that position. Mm. Right, right is a quality player, I
0: think. Mm. Yes, yes he is, yes he is. I think he's just too much. Alright. Alright. So that's his position alright, but not that amount of money. amount of money. Alright, alright. Thank you so much, Mr. T, for calling into the Hello. show. Hello. I appreciate Hello. you all the time. Thank you so much. <laughs> alright, the number to still call is 0702-555-1045. 702 um, 1045 Hello? Hello? Yes,
1: my good evening.
0: Good evening, sir. How are you doing, sir?
1: I'm fine, man. Who am I good speaking to?
0: Vincent, Vincent. Vincent, thank you for joining us yeah. to talk about Talk Sports. Your contribution. Uh, I was talking
1: about the GFM United sale. You know, honestly, the Glazers are number one. That's number one. And we cannot replace an Ambroba with another Ambroba, which is the uh, Santini Rackley. I think what's his name? Because, okay, since man is, that is managing, there's two problems there. The fans are complaining. I think the adaptive came out some days ago to complain. So if
0: the gatherers want to remain, they should just remain and stop pretending like they want to sell. If they want to sell, this is you have a if a a sa oil money guy that has offered
1: money five five times. Okay. So stop and leave because they know even if they stay, they will continue with protest and they continue with the problem. Okay. Then yeah, let's talk about the, video. the video should just leave. <laughs> I expect the video, have tried the loss. You yeah, no, understand? see other clothes like a uh, city living on the ground okay. there's a room today that can say you know what happened to me see, those clothes that have changed I don't know what's wrong because so people that didn't have changed mm. Why you're taking it to be here to stay Why? as you can go outside and get it on the or this view uh, of the poster yeah, then, a photo rights. Yes, English players are right that's what we with English players I remember when were the kid, yeah, were in India was a fantastic, player. Yeah, the go to England. See, I think he's in Turkey and he doesn't even play every time. Mm. Right is a good player, but I don't think right should cost more than 60 million. The mm. yeah, I in England is too much, and that's the reason why Peter Tyson came back for, for 70 million. Mm. Right is demanding for, I think, 70 million for him. Mm. So that can go to Chelsea and drop.
0: This is a uh, chelsea boy, uh being uh that is bought for that many million, seventy million, oh seven, no, goal, no assist. <laughs> <laughs> so is it one of the players? Yeah, most of the players are human,
1: <laughs> yeah, sure human. so yeah. at times yeah. they price that they are head and they might not be they might not be able to perform. Mm. So English clubs should fight that. Try as much as possible to use players on the academy. Mm. And I think the other clubs do at the end of the day know that see, we can't just throw money at yeah. this. That's kind of uh, happening in, in, in English clubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, this you clubs, to them,
0: so, so that is a club selling players to themselves. They're for cheap. Very, very, very cheap. Very, very cheap. But the we, moment an English, co- an English, play, an English like, team comes calling like this, yeah, they yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I think
1: the English team, though, they need to come together. Okay.
0: This is the certain percentage of foreign
1: players who want. Okay. They should
0: come together and try and look for a very good way to stay. Okay. So that that's it. If you're getting foreign players, you know they're getting the ones that are good. Mm-hmm. And not because of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. <laughs> Alright, thank you Mr Vincent for that essay. Exp- <laughs> is it exclusive? <laughs> Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Uh, can I still take one more call? Uh, let me try. Let me try. Okay, let me just try. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Um. Maybe if you, if you can call it, I will just pick one more call. Then I will just sign out before I leave here. Um. This was a good evening, Jerry Timothy for me. Say Kitty, why, why, um, why those boys didn't come today? And also, Amos to do aqua and banter. Uh, I don't think Amos is feeling too good. Uh, what is really happening in the world of football now. Um So every player is now 100 million. I am really looking forward to 2023-2024 EPL season to see my team challenge Man City. Uh, my prayer is EPL won't turn to Bundesliga or League 1. My advice to Super Eagles is that they should try to win the match so that we'll start having confidence in them. Arsenal want to spend 117 million um, pounds only for Rice and Avant because they say now nah who spend money now nah in the win trophy. Keep up the good work. You have tried a lot today. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, Timothy, uh, because of our time, I have to go now. I have to go now. Don't worry. We'll come back with more Transverse Stories. We'll be doing this all summer. I'm sorry. I can't pick uh, any more calls. Our time is actually uh, far spent. But then, uh, we'll join us again on Monday. That's all we can take today um this lovely evening. Thanks to everybody who listened in and um, the people that tuned in and uh, even sent us messages. Timothy sent me a message and um, the guys that called in. I'm so sorry. I couldn't take them. Um, I can't take more calls. But then, thank you guys so, so much. Um, for always showing up and listening um, to Talk Football Talk Sports and Football Extract and Empire Radio in total. Join us again on Monday for the Banter edition of Talk Football Talk Sport, And we are still located at Empire Building Number no. 1 in Jola, Aroolo Street, behind BJ Field Station in Osho Shokotili um, adjacent Uniform, Akure on Those days, so kindly reach out to us with adverts and sponsorship on Empire Radio 104.5 FM, where you'll be guaranteed um, nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there, have a productive weekend and enjoyable one as well. Um, this is Jerry for my J Wonder, and I'm signing out.